0: why it's important well i don't know have you like been in texas for the
1: last decade wonderful okay we got amy back so oh but we can't hear her she's muted
2: you're on you're on mute all right how
1: about
2: now
1: can you hear me now yeah okay now we're
3: good and we have three viewers that's pretty awesome yay all right let's start welcome to season four episode seven of over the ledge live the podcast the number one and some say only political satire show based solely on the texas legislature i'm amy lowry and i'm glad you're here over the Ledge gives you a behind-the-scenes look at the shenanigans of the Texas legislature by decoding political headlines and legislators' behavior into easy-to-understand fortune-cooking sayings. Let's meet our guest tonight. <laughs> First up, we have our beloved Aaron Salinas. Aaron is a writer, actor, director, and all-around fun guy between the hours of 8 and 9 Central Time. Is that a.m. or p.m., Aaron? It doesn't say here.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. He loves <laughs> to share a, a laugh
3: with folks. Almost as much as he loves to share a meal with them. A native Texan with a penchant for good times and good barbecue. If you can't find Aaron on Over the Ledge, he's either at a storytelling show or playing with his sweet pup, Mango. And she'd love to meet you, too.
1: Welcome. Our next comedic guest tonight. Hold on. Let me solo lay out, even though I've had quite, quite an ordeal. There we go. Oh, oh, I removed him from the whole
2: stream. I found a possum on my driveway. So that's my week. All
1: right. Okay, next.
2: Okay.
3: Our next comedic guest tonight is Sophia Spagnolo. Sophia is from Ann Arbor, Michigan, but has been in Austin for over five years now. She likes to create YouTube videos about her latest jigsaw puzzle hauls, so be sure to tell your grandparents to like and subscribe. (laughs) She is nice, polite, and likes to write, read, and perform comedy. Welcome, Sophia.
4: Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. (laughs)
3: Great. Our very special celebrity guest tonight is Kristen Ilana. Growing up in rural Texas taught her to appreciate the little things in life, find beauty in nature, and nurture her sense of adventure she moved to austin to attend the university of texas at austin where she studied public relations and mexican american policy studies with a focus on the intersection of race and health policy kristen hopes to continue to dedicate her life to public service and will do her part to create a more equitable and just future for all texans when she is not working kristen enjoys spending time with her three dogs professor pantera and willie Please welcome Kristen Ilana to the show. Welcome, Kristen.
1: Yes. <laughs> who who was just making playing with their dog toy?
2: Uh, oh, that that was That's Mango's butt. Oh, that
1: was uh, Mango. <laughs> that was Mango. <laughs> yeah. And Kristen's yeah,
2: butt well, fell on it.
1: One of your dogs is Pantera? Yes. Like, After she's a Christian rock band. They're not Christian.
3: <laughs> like, I don't think. I, I, I thought they were a Christian rock band. They're not.
1: No, they're a oh. '80s metal band. Are you so, sure? Kristen, I'm positive. Avery, you
2: were like... about to rock my world with that. A... I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm wrong about that.
1: <laughs> Why don't you stick with me? <laughs> um so kristen i lived like three blocks away from pantera in arlington texas growing up and i would ride my bike past their house and like (laughs) i didn't realize they were a rock band i just knew they were weird guys outside the house always smoking and then only in like high school did a friend of mine be like that's pantera's house so they know me what i'm trying to say is they know me they know me (laughs) That is the most
0: incredible thing I've ever heard. Thank you. Um, she is actually the love of my life's dog, who I adopted. Um, but he named <laughs> her after Pantera, and we're gonna go see okay. Pantera in oh, August. No. But
1: yeah, ask them if, you know, if they
2: remember Pantera. Stephanie. Yeah,
1: yeah, ask them if they remember me. I'll field her. Field her, and oh God, what was that other street? I could. I'll find it on a map for you and and give it. That to is you. so That's badass. That's so cool. Thanks for thinking that. I really appreciate that. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, Finally, we have the creator and the ruler of the the over-the-ledge empire who needs no introduction. Stephanie, dear Mm -hmm. God, I hope we pass some bills. Chiarello.
1: Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Uh, I am literally trying to find the monologue jokes for tonight, which I have not even looked at. And uh, I want to thank all our watchers because you are in for a treat. I want to thank Sophia and Kristen. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. It's it's going to be good. <laughs> um, it's, it's be good. I, I do. I have prided myself my whole life on pulling shit off. That is my middle name. I always pull it off. Uh, but today, today is an example of so far not pulling off this podcast. Uh, it's still a secret, but uh, let's just take a moment for my... Uh, well i have a little surface more to read pro. Before oh good yeah okay can we take a moment for my surface pro though let's just yes let's just i'm so, dear surface pro i am sorry that i did not treat you with more respect and it was my fault not yours and i hope adam my it guy will repair you and i learned my lesson <laughs> i'll never do it again thank you <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Just a reminder: if you like what you're listening to, and I'm sure you do, you're in a position to help. Please become a patron. Clearly, Stephanie needs it for her computer I <laughs> at whatever level is meaningful to you. It helps us produce the podcast and promote our efforts. Freedom isn't free; it costs a buck five, or in our case, five dollars a month would be super helpful. Thank you to our patrons, who include Belinda, Deborah, Jennifer, Amelia, and Ross. Now it's time for What's Up in Texas with our host, Stephanie Tiarello. I think she's probably ready
1: yeah. by now. Are yeah, you? totally. I'm totally okay. ready. One great thing about this is that there are no FEC rules or who who regulates the te- The Yeah. All right. Guess what, guys? Governor Greg Abbott claims Biden's open border policies are to blame for finding 58 people hiding inside a smuggler's Penske truck. But if we truly had an open border, wouldn't those people proudly be driving through a beverage barn with the top down like the rest of us? (laughs) I'll take one. Let freedom ring, slushy, please.
2: (laughs) Austin doesn't have enough beverage barns. That is all that he told me because they always fucking slap in a small town. Let me just say, I just (laughs) don't.
0: I moved here, and we had like four beverage barns. Came yes. here and I was like, I have to get out and like go inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? what is this happening? I'll
2: probably have to take a shower too. What is this,
1: Ashton? I mean, at this rate, God. <laughs> Fellow Republicans are calling for Representative Brian Slayton to resign after his alleged affair with a 19-year-old intern. Slayton, also a youth pastor, said that just like Jesus, they really should have seen this coming. <laughs> the Texas Senate passed a bill controlling. Oh, oh, good. We're still going.
3: Was that yes. you?
1: Yes. Oh, which part I is this? set setup,
3: the youth pastor intern. Oh, yes,
1: yes, yes. All that. No, oh, no. I meant the Jesus
3: part
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but, was that <laughs> we quote? know the youth pastor part is real it's not an actual quote but the <laughs> Slayton having an affair and people calling on him not to do that yes
2: Oh God. Um, that was good.
1: That was- <clears throat> okay, we should just end there. <laughs> Show the Texas Senate passed a bill controlling what books school libraries can have on their shelves. Senator Angela Paxton called out several bad books saying quote unquote, "I cannot unsee what I saw, and thats saying something as the bride of Ken Paxton. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 oh! Woo! oh, okay. I'm so, so good much you. better right now. <laughs> Thank this Amy so K. Good. She wrote these. The G O P wants to end DEI, which is diversity. Inclusion equity. and what's e equity. equity? Thank you. At state universities, which will make it difficult to keep Texas schools competitive, only UT is in the top ten nationally. And Google search result results show they're still trailing behind UTI in
2: popularity.
1: <laughs> 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 Woo! <Whoa>! On fuego. <laughs> <laughs> the texas senate and house can't agree on what to do regarding texas school teacher pay and private school vouchers if only there was some public institution growing up where they could have learned to resolve their differences i'm talking about the Chuck E. cheese ball pit of course uh. where everybody got their first uti come on good. <laughs> 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 The Senate passed a bill that would create a new fund for large water supply projects, including marine desalination. Personally, I prefer my semen salty.
3: (laughs) Amy K. did not write that.
1: Fuck yeah, she did it to Thursday. It sounds, it's like she knows my voice. It's like she knows me. Okay, Texans with Chinese heritage fear for their ability to buy land or stay in touch with family via social media as the ledge seeks to limit China's influence on both. If Greg Abbott is that scared of TikTok, he should stop watching all those chilling clips of Gwyneth Paltrow's ski trial.
2: (laughs) <laughs> All right, we're the going of- right away.
1: Several staff of Rep Jolanda Jones from Houston resigned, alleging the Democrats' hostile behavior at work, including yelling and demanding family favors. If they think that's a hostile work environment, they should see Thanksgiving at the Paxtons.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. Wrong oh, time to drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, has anyone tried unplugging the legislature and plugging it back in? <laughs> That's what Greg happened make- gonna
0: do when he brings us back for vouchers.
1: That's oh, no. in- <laughs> I'm removing her from the stream. Removing. Oh. Okay. Hi. Texas lawmakers are looking to crack down on people who give alcohol to minors after Slayton was accused of having sex with an intern and drinking alcohol with her. <laughs> i'm kidding no that had nothing to do with why they want to get rid of alcohol (laughs) (laughs) yeah said the elephant in the room um maybe the alcohol wasn't the biggest problem in this situation okay according to the texas tribune state senator roland gutierrez a san antonio democrat is likely to run against u.s state senator ted cruz in 2024 Gutierrez has our vote, but it's looking like it'll be a tough race against his real competition, candidate Jerry Mander. Oh, oh that was good. <laughs> okay. See, we, we, need, we need like radio buttons where
2: it's like a Debbie Donner. Wah, wah. Like that would have been perfect.
1: <laughs> okay, this week in response to allegations against a co-worker... Rep Briscoe Kane tweeted, I am absolutely furious at a Republican who I believe to be a sexual predator. Predator, also known as Predator, and this is a real tweet, said, Everyone, you're going to have to be more specific. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Did he really say Predator? No, he said predator. I just I'm no. really not winning today, Aaron. No, it just sounds like an
2: Applebee's like <laughs> uh Applebee's appetizer, predator, predator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I think this is a pretty good <laughs> okay i think this is a good ending lawmakers are currently debating whether or not to legalize gambling in the state of texas in spite of their apparent comfort gambling with people's lives studies show zero evidence that texas legislators know when to hold them or when to fold them (laughs) but they do know when to have sex with their interns (laughs) one more (laughs) Representative Dan Crenshaw released a video boycotting Bud Light for their partnership with transgender actress Dylan Mulvaney. In the video, Crenshaw revealed a fridge full of Carbock Bill, which is owned by the same company as Bud Light. He's going (laughs) to need a beer as soon as he gets that foot out of his mouth and that intern (laughs) off his couch. Thank you very much. (laughs) So, side note, for a second, like... I mean, the problem there... I mean, she's 19. It, it's it's the power struggle, right? It's that how can yeah. a 19-year-old really consent to a 52-year-old youth pastor? Mm. Right? What is consent? Yeah. That's the... That, okay.
2: The power dynamic is, is gross and overreaching and just not, not okay in any capacity.
1: Yeah, I just... And that's
3: an intern, too, that's...
1: Yeah, that, that well, power dynamic robust. there. hard uh. to imagine. All right, get me out of here, Amy.
3: Okay, so that happened. Again. <laughs> it's in the script. Okay, audience, let me tell you how this podcast works. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, on tonight's episode, Aaron and Sophia are competing against each other for the coveted Most Knowledgeable Comedian in Austin Award. This award is given to the comedian who knows the most about Texas politics according to the outcome of the games on our show. Stephanie, show the award fuck I
1: don't know where oh here it is <laughs>
3: It's like clockwork okay, here we go. Dun, 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 Look you're going to want that serpentine yeah look at dun, it dun, wow
1: dun, 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 dun. In all it's glory
3: Whoever wins gets their picture taken with our special guest Kristen Ilana and she will post a picture on her social media announcing that the winning comedian is the most knowledgeable comedian in Austin. Stephanie, do we ask Kristen if she's okay with this?
1: I did not read sure. the monologue before. I read it, so no. <laughs> no.
3: Okay, committee hearings have been in have been underway in earnest for the last 3 weeks. Hearings Three-week hearings bill, bill eh. hearing bills that range from banning medical care for transgender youth to property labeling honey. Oh, that's still going on. That's right. No, that's, oh, yeah, all. that's
1: last week's script, Amy. Oh. I didn't rewrite that part. Okay, so I'll tell you about our first game. Okay. It's called Athlete, Legislator, or Villain. Okay, so um, Amy, did you say the part? They're going to compete against each other, um, Sophia yes. and Aaron. And mm-hmm. then, Kristen, you get to be the phone-a-friend. They get three phone-a-friends. Oh, oh right. I didn't say that part okay. yet. And you can just answer for that. You don't have to, like, be a clue. You're a literal phone-a-friend. You can tell them what's going on. Does that make sense, okay. Sophia, since you are yes. new? okay the first game is called athlete legislator or villain i'm gonna read a name and you're gonna tell me if this person is a texas legislator a villain which could be real villain or movie villain or an <laughs> athlete
3: what if and a legislator we, and a villain yeah well
4: yeah what if there are multiple oh. <laughs> extra points
1: (laughs) extra points yeah but but legislator trump's villain okay yeah okay and 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 then
4: how how do we like do we raise our hand or do we just no we we ping ping pong
1: and Sophia, you go first as our guest our honored comedic guest okay legislator villain or athlete giovanni capriglioni legislator what made you say that (laughs)
4: um well so my brother's name is giovanni and so i don't know i feel like i would keep an eye out for like any villain or athlete maybe with that name maybe i don't know i just felt like maybe (laughs) giving my brother some credit here maybe the name would go well with the
1: legislator Kristen.
0: Oh, no, you're 100% right.
1: Yeah, you're right. Good job. Congratulations Whoa. right out of the barrel there, Sophia, with a one. All right, but same I, question.
2: Also, it sounds like a pretty cool, like, tennis name. Like, like if like, they probably have a mean swing, is what I'm saying. It's a good tennis name.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, Aaron, I'm going to try to not throw you under the bus. As I but you're already you. laughing,
2: so it like, doesn't fucking help, Stephanie. Like... <laughs>
1: Like, okay, I, legislator, I no you
2: now. <laughs> villain,
1: athlete, Michael Hickston.
2: That's bullshit. That, that could be a baseball player from the 80s or a current legislator.
1: <laughs> That's the point of the game.
2: Uh, you can phone a
3: friend. <laughs> you can phone Kristen. I, I only have three for two games. That's true. You only have three oh. phone we- friends. Yeah. Oh,
2: Hickson, do you do cop, I, you're me signals uh,
0: I mean I can tell you what he's not, he's which not, a does not help you.
2: that is helpful uh, I Michael like I'm sorry but if Batman's going up against Michael Hickston, that sounds terrible I hope that's not but it could be a bond villain no I, don't think so. I mean
0: but it does sound like more of an athlete name
2: like an 80s baseball player
0: right like, like
2: getting i've read in trouble a lot of comics on the field. never
0: heard of a michael Hickston.
2: yeah and i can uh, guarantee
0: you he's not one of the 182 so
2: all right i'm going with the athlete
1: you're right it's a u.s diver Congratulations. Oh, oh nice. Okay. That's a deep cut. It. Get it? That's right. You don't need to know. <laughs> deep cut. Deep cut. cut. Okay, Sophia, back to you. Norman Osborne. Oh, oh, God.
4: You know this. Do I? Um, Come on. Oh, my gosh. I know this. Okay. So wait, it could be a Norman. Villain.
0: Pause.
1: Legislator you
0: do know this. You oh, do. <laughs> you uh, do.
4: I don't. <laughs> but I have a 33% chance of getting it right. Your
2: spidey senses should be tingling. Come they
4: should. Oh gosh. Well, I'm I with okay. Here's my logic behind it. With a name like Norman, was it Oswald? Born, Born, born. Osborne. Osborne. eh? Norman Osborne, like the N-O-O-N. I don't know. There's lots of O's and N's. The name is kind of like repetitive. So it's almost like it's made up in my head, which is why I would say that that's a villain.
1: Very good. (sighs) Well done, Sophia. Yes, this is Beautiful. Green Goblin from the Spider-Man series. Hence well, weird, like,
4: Will- Aaron did say my Spidey senses he should did. be tingling, which yeah. was also a tip of the hat, I felt. But yeah.
1: I appreciate it. You did
2: great. Portrayed by Willem Dafoe. I mean, come on, come on. America, America's favorite creepy guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aaron, your choice is Don Buckingham. Dawn Buckingham. Oh, and crap. A- I withdraw. I withdraw. He, yeah, here's the picture for the Oh, Rangers. because they're no was- longer. She's no longer a legislature. I'm, She's I'm now sorry. your oh. general
0: land office. That's right. Ooh.
1: Okay.
3: That was almost a trick question. Tony Tinderholt.
2: Oh, that's, <laughs> Tony- a, that, that's a, a, a legislator.
1: Yes, yes, it is. right, right. Yeah, is We've lit. sung songs about him.
2: Did <laughs> yes, not have. tell you about him, but there I know are. About him.
1: Yeah. 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 Okay, great. Sophia, last one on this game. Oh, no. Okay. A lot of pressure. It is. All English gardener. English gardener.
4: English gardener.
1: <laughs> yes. Which is not like an adjective and then a noun. It is a person's name, or is it English hmm. Gardener?
4: English Gardener. Hmm.
2: Oh, gosh. English sounds this is like weird. a wrestler from the 80s.
4: Yeah. English. Somebody with the name English, that's like somebody's trying to get noticed. I think that, I don't think that that's a made up name per se, maybe like a stage <laughs> name, but like I don't think it's like a villain. I think, English gardener, what kind of villain would that be? Like what they're just the f- tearing up gar- gardens. Like that doesn't make any no, that wouldn't be a villain in my book. As I sailed your petunias. Oh,
2: <laughs>
4: That's a good one. Um, so I would say, oh, this is tough. It's it's a real name, but it belongs to english gardener i mean they would get ripped to shreds in a political campaign with that kind of name so i'm gonna say it's an athlete
1: how did you do that you (laughs) knew that english gardener was a u.s athlete i'm not sure about what he did or she to be quite honest
3: maybe cricket or polo
1: it definitely sounds like cricket or polo (laughs) Uh, or curling, I kind of feel like that's a curler's name. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Curling, (laughs) okay, Aaron. Last one on this one, Eric Stevens. Eric (laughs) Stevens. Uh feels pretty
2: generic it could go a lot of different ways man I'll, I'll be really disappointed if Stan Lee gave like Thanos' real name is Eric Stevens like that's, <laughs> like no offense to Stan but it's a little lame uh Kristen you gave a head tilt I feel like it's not a legislator <laughs> that was not my use
1: no nope, it was not your question. use that
2: was just my resources thank you um I'll go with god I would be so pissed if it's a villain I'll go with athlete
1: It it is Killmonger character from Black oh, Panther what? Yeah. I, yeah. I did not realize
2: yeah, oh, I love his character too. I just never um, realized he had a name. Which character <laughs> He had a,
4: he had a basic name. That's, that.
0: I was gonna say what?
1: are oh, we very sure.
4: generic, foreign. Yeah.
1: Eric his, his Stevens name is, is too Yeah, but now, like, now I want to know what Thanos' real name is. <laughs> right? What if it is like Paul White, just, just English gardener <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I am Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> okay Amy how did our people do
3: Sophie is ahead three to two oh,
1: oh. dang
4: Eric Stevens that would have got me, to me. too would have got me <laughs> dang. Uh,
1: okay game number two game number two surprise guess what game number two is it's Twitter called twas-in. I want it to be tweeter twas and so bad but Kristen doesn't tweet very good like <laughs> uh, she no good I'm tweet. So I yeah. no good tweet. No. No I good tweet. tweet. No good tweet. No. So we're gonna make this one up on the spot based on an email that Kristen sent around earlier as executive director of the Women's Health Caucus. When and did I is, send this? You sent this at 6 40 p.m. today with a weekly. <laughs> okay, update. I can remember this. Yeah. Okay yeah okay so i'm making it up on the spot the question is gonna be um is this a real bill okay and do we think it's good or bad so it's two parts or is it a fake bill okay which does mean i have to pull up my list of fake bills
2: oh she's just got one ready she's just i just in her line of work you never know when you never
1: know when you're gonna need a bunch of fake bills okay true or false We're going to start there. True or false and then good or bad. Okay, Sophia? Okay. There is a bill up in the Senate. House Bill. Hold on. I'm getting there. (gasps) Senate Bill 763 by Middleton, which is relating to allowing public schools to employ or accept as volunteers chaplains To perform the duties of school counselors, true or false? Chaplains? (laughs) Did your dog just fart in your face? No, no. You're upset about it. I just. Yes, volunteer chaplains. What's a chaplain? Like a priest, light.
3: Okay, yeah, pastor. They they can do weddings and. I see.
4: I'm going to say the coke zero
2: of the clergy. The who? The coke zero of the clergy.
4: Oh my god. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say it's false.
1: Damn. I'm sorry. That is a you real yeah. <laughs> It's Girl, so real. Lived in Texas long enough.
3: I was going to say 5 <laughs> years not like you. will Yes, yeah. <laughs> very Texas kind of bill.
1: It is so real that it was placed oh it's been placed on the intent calendar I thought local and consent but it's there it's ready it's ready it could go It could at go. this point I, I'm surprised it's not
2: Straight, already available the governor's to be completely honest like what no was like I'm surprised it's not already legal like it's not already right? allowed. like I'm sure it is like they just like oh yeah let Tom come do it like kind of thing
1: okay <laughs> Aaron true or false House bill 2011 by Hernandez requiring any woman who uses a fertility app to upload that data to HHSC.gov at least once a month.
2: I know this was a Florida thing, I think. I'm not 100% if that was a Texas thing. Kristen's giving me a lot of messages, <laughs> but they're not Audience, very clear.
1: She's, she's staring at him. Her eyes are blinking. She frowned for a moment there. Now, <laughs> an intense, very yeah. intense stare.
2: So I'm going to go ahead and call on Kristen. Ah! I don't want it to be real, but it is. Correct? No. Oh. Oh. It's-
0: also, Ana Hernandez is like super great and would never. Oh.
3: Do that oh that was the, okay that's that's that was
1: your okay, clue by hernandez she wouldn't do that she my
0: B. not
1: a h <laughs> not a h not a h <laughs> no
2: uh then that is a uh no
1: correct correct i made that up while i stared over there and acted like i was reading it out of Kristen's. Oh, look at you. Look Thank you! Serious acting. Thank you, acting, acting. Okay, back to you, Sophia. Is this a real bill or not? Providing paid. Li- okay, this is by House Bill fifteen eighty by Metcalf Hull. Those are two different people. Providing paid leave to certain state employees for the birth or adoption of a child.
4: I'm going to call on Kristen because <laughs> I have three to use. And I need to
0: be strategic. <laughs> so I'm going to call on Kristen. That is indeed a bill that will be considered on the House floor next week on Monday. Ooh.
1: We're gonna get
0: paid leave,
1: y'all. Yeah, okay. but, but only for having children or yeah. adopting them. Yes. Yes. Only yeah. for recreation. Only for. Rape. I want you know this big voucher debate, and it, I, I I want a school voucher for all the tax dollars I ever paid because I didn't have kids. I want all that money back. That's what I want. Yeah. What I about want, that debate? What about that? For those of us who put money in for those stupid or, kids, can
0: I get a? voucher for my dog because
1: putting them boarding them that's just expensive yeah it is ain't lying. look do you take it to a private maybe we need public boarding for animals now okay whose turn is it Aaron or sophia it's aaron's turn aaron, aaron. okay senate bill 595 would require would require parental consent for school psychological or psychiatric examination testing or treating and this means Excuse me. I'm obviously reading from something. It's not reading the
2: bill. I'm sorry.
1: Concentrating so hard. Okay. And this means that you cannot ask a student how things are at home or if they're thinking about hurting themselves or suggest, you know, asking if someone has been touching them inappropriately without parental consent.
2: I'm gonna say it's not a bill because I could see you keep thinking about the next word you were gonna say. So I'm gonna
1: say not a bill. Yeah, lies. It is a bill. It's Five Ninety Five, and ah, I was acting again, Aaron. Oh. Again.
3: That was masterful. I Thank
1: got, got you.
2: Because even Amy, Amy was like, "Oh, this." I is was like, a like, bill. "Like this is." <laughs>
1: Yes. So there is a groundswell of parents who do not want you checking in on the psychological well-being of a child at school, unless they say you can. So let's picture, I don't know, daddy molester. Is he going to sign a form that's like, yeah, check in with my child and see how things are going at home?
3: yeah don't ask him if you lock him in a closet on the weekends or something.
1: yeah yeah oh my god can you see that do you get locked in the closet in the basement in the attic in the trunk hold on let me ask your parents if i can ask you that
3: question first
1: no oh, come on okay sophia yes. last question for you true or false This bill is House Bill 1793 by Brian Slayton, our favorite adulterer, and it says that you get a tax break if you have two or more children, an additional 10% for up to five children, but if you only have zero children, you are charged $100 more. Hmm.
4: I know I could still phone a friend but I almost want to just like guess um I do want to okay earlier if I may just on the tangent I did intern at a first state senator a long time ago nothing happened but my family all warned me they're like don't don't wear a blue dress. They were very specific on what I
3: don't should not wear do a blue dress. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. So that's what did it. Why blue? <laughs> I wear a blue dress Yo, like what? three
0: times a week. I
3: think that's a Monica, a Monica Lansky Lansky Lansky
4: reference. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I basically nothing happened. So I don't know what is happening in Texas, but um, in Michigan, nothing happened uh, with me. So I could say that. Um, now back to the bill. Um, taxes i mean taxes are so confusing i i can't fathom them and who knows what part of that could have been mis manipulated Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna say you know what i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna say it's true
1: i'm gonna give you that because the idea is true i made up the <laughs> this, this Who the hell this <laughs> remember no Brian Slayton introduced this bill it would give a hundred percent credit for property taxes to married couples with 10 or more children 10 10 God this, damn. Is, this is his quote with this bill Texas will start saying to couples get married stay married and be fruitful and multiply and apparently Why do you um mean if you have four children, you receive a 40% tax break and five children get 50% and so on. Yeah, but that, I guess that's if a, you have one kid, you get nothing? I guess 10%? Okay. Aaron, last one for you. HB900, a.k.a. the book burning act, would censor books with any LGBTQ plus themes, characters or content. HB nine hundred ACA, the book banning act.
2: I don't I don't know if you're trying to throw me off because I don't know if that's the bill, but I feel like it is on the, I have one more. Kristen, is that the bill? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it bans sexually explicit material, but it doesn't define what sexually explicit is. So it depends on who is looking at the book. So if you look at the book and the person reviewing the book says if you reference LGBTQ life sexually explicit then yes. But if you look at the book and you say LGBTQ life is not sexually explicit then no. I think it's a trick question. I'm not going to lie. I know that's unhelpful. I'm the I'm worst gonna one. I'm going to say that I,
1: there is also an email from Equality Texas that I may also be using to to practice. Yeah. No, I would so, say. Well, cool with it. How about this HB nine hundred, the book banning act, censors books.
2: True. Yes, true. Okay, true. True.
1: You got it. Yeah. And I want to take a shout out here for a moment, Sophia. Somebody is in love with you, Bailey My Jaden family. Martinez. Okay. I love Bailey. Okay. Hi, Bailey. I miss Hi, you. Bailey. And then I don't know who KGS is. Pretty sure it's a Russian bot. Dogs can't <laughs> keep society going, so not as valuable as children or equal in dignity. Uh, as children. Wait, I've seen Mango. She's <laughs> right, they're yeah. not
3: mutually exclusive. I have kids and a dog I love. Yeah. It's, we don't have to pit them against each other. No, that's what so many kids they want I us love. to do. Yeah. Just, yeah, we don't have, but to I
1: do pit- want to say we've got watchers on Facebook and YouTube. Hello. Yay! And all, we for you watching. all we have is All we need is we got a Russian bot. Yeah. We we six did. viewers. Russian <laughs> bot. Thank you, KGS. It's supposed to be KGB. That's okay. Um Amy, how have our contestants done?
3: Oh, Sophia has beaten Aaron for the trophy. No! Five to four. Oh,
0: oh Sophia, my gosh look at that trophy you get who has seen everything everywhere all at once
1: i have not <gasps> okay i'm not either perfection okay so it i'm is. thinking honestly i think i was gonna get patches made that said most knowledgeable comedian is that something y'all would like actually put somewhere
2: 100 <laughs> percent
1: Okay, I'm I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm having it made. Okay. (laughs) Bailey, nerd, you could dirty. She believed in me the whole time. (laughs) So you could. Congratulations, Sophia. Okay, Amy, what's next? It's probably the same or close enough in the script. Hmm. It's our special Uh, guest, Kristen.
3: Yes, I think we're going (laughs) to say it's our special guest, Kristen Ilana.
1: Yay, Kristen! In conversation
3: with Stephanie.
1: That's right. Longtime fan of Over the Ledge. What's your favorite thing about the show? Honestly, that it's about the ledge.
0: Because I laugh about this place all the time. And, you know, it's hard to find people that like are as niche as this. And so I feel like my comedy is like right in this line.
1: Yes. I feel like I fit in. You do fit in. And I am so (laughs) excited to have you here. I want to repeat a joke I made on Facebook that I think you'll get. I said, you know, legislators say that we laid out a bill in committee, but if bills could talk, would they talk about constantly getting laid? I like that.
0: Okay. Well, they do have to get laid at least three times.
1: Yeah, they get laid a lot on the ledge. <laughs> I know.
0: Sometimes.
1: Yeah. Uh, You're executive director of the Women's Health Caucus. What's that and why do we need it? What's the Women's Health Caucus? Well, yes. the Women's
0: Health Caucus is a wonderful group of uh, Texas House representatives who all believe in women's health and advancing women's health policy and making Texas a state that um, has equitable access to women's health, where people can get the healthcare services that they need and so on and so forth. Um, And why it's important? Well, I don't know. Have you like been in Texas for the last decade? Um, You know, we (laughs) started, (laughs) I mean, over a decade, honestly, because the first at least in recent, memory, the first big uh, cut to women's health funding was in 2011 where we slashed women's health funding to the point that over half the women's health clinics in Texas closed down and the saga just continues from there. And so in a state that is incredibly hostile to women's health policy that promotes equitable access to not only reproductive health care, but all health care um, we need a group of legislators that are fighting for for this and that are going to be on the floor really promoting um, women's health. So that's why we're important and that's why we exist. And I'm super proud of being the executive director of that. And Rep Howard is our chair and she's amazing. I don't know if you know who Rep Howard is but if you don't, you should definitely Google her. She's incredible she's and incredible. she's a champion and everybody else in our caucus is a champion as well.
1: She has actually been on our show on the first season, the live show. Oh, and uh, we beautiful. sang. We had a band called the Filibusters. Oh, I love that! Yes, Bring them us, back! I remember that. Bring them back. Is this a bipartisan caucus and are there men in it? Well, we used to be.
0: Um, there used to be One. men and Republicans in our caucus.
1: <laughs> and now there's
0: the right. it caucus is now the largest bipartisan caucus. No. You know what? one republican can change that so
1: i dare yeah. argue there's a man in the women's health caucus because I oh know there are the men one. in the women There are health men caucus, okay but
0: there are not republican men so yes like we used to be the largest bipartisan caucus in texas um but all the republicans retired
1: I got an email from one of the pro-life organizations because, of course. so sorry. Thank you. But they supported Tony Rose's bill, House Bill, I can't remember the number, 19? 12. 12 for 12 12 months of coverage. But I dare say this bill did not pass in the past. And I feel like it is because the pro-life organizations were against it. Why the sudden turn? Well, something happened
0: last year. And all of a sudden, we don't have access. And I mean, I think beyond um, Dobbs, um, I really hope, and I think the more positive, positively inclined part of me thinks that they change their position because they realize how important it is for people who have just had children to have access to healthcare services for the full year postpartum. It's not lost on us that in this state, we continue to have one of the highest rates of maternal mortality in the country, and that can be greatly decreased if people have access to healthcare care services. Um, however, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that their support of this bill all of a sudden comes after uh, Dobbs is overturned and Texas in- enforces and continues to enforce one of the strictest abortion bans in the country, which forces hundreds and thousands of people to have children against their will. And when they're not prepared and the absolute least we can do for them is ensure that they have access to healthcare services. That's my dog saying I was right. Yes, So that is exactly, exactly. Professor. Will you explain Dobbs for our listeners, please? Well, I explained Dobbs. Um, 32nd version. Dobbs is the, in my opinion, one of the worst Supreme court decisions in recent memory. Is the decision that overturned Roe versus Wade, um, which for those of you that don't know was the Supreme Court decision that allowed access to abortion services. Um, As my boss likes to say, and I will quote her, if you don't have access to women's health services, if you don't have access to abortion care, then you can't be a full participant in society. Um, Part of our Mm. equal participation in society is ensuring that everybody has a choice as to how we choose to live. And if we're ready to have children um, and it's a choice that sperm donors will always have and will continue to have, but women will not have. And Dobbs is the reason why we don't have that in Texas. And because of Dobbs, we are now an anti-abortion state. Abortion is illegal in Texas, except in incredibly specific cases. And even then, it's incredibly hard to access. We hear at the Women's Health Caucus, um, I hear from people all over Texas that go through horrific and absolutely horrifying um, situations where they wanted their kids and things happen. And sometimes that's not always possible and you need to access abortion services. But because of the way that our laws are written, they're not able to access those services and they have to come within the brink of death in order to access services here in Texas.
1: How do we get Republicans um, into the Women's Health Caucus? How do we really care about women's health? How if if it's not logic and it's not reason and it's not charts and graphs and it's not my horrific story, what what will change legislators' minds? I have no idea um, because I am just as... okay. Never mind then.
0: Next, I'm joking. <laughs> Bye. I'll see you later. One of those things where I don't know. Um, thankfully, my name is not on the door, um, and I don't know what is going to be what does it. I know that at least my boss, um, you know, she does listen to her constituents and there have been instances where a constituent will bring something and it results in legislation that doesn't seem to work for everybody. And so you're right. Like, even though we spend hours and hours, we have people coming from all over the state, people that can't necessarily afford to take the time off, but still take the time off to come to Austin and tell their story and share their perspective and say, why they think that these laws shouldn't go into effect. Um, I think every single contentious law that we have has just as many, if not more people that come out against the bill, um, at least this session, than those that come out in, in favor of it. We know from polling that Texans overwhelmingly support access to abortion services because people that whose lives are directly impacted, they know how important these services are And that's the only thing that I can say that may sway somebody is them having to unfortunately go through this themselves, right? Like until you have to experience that and until you are on, you know, you go to an emergency room because you're pregnant and you're going through a miscarriage or you had an ectopic pregnancy or whatever the circumstances are. And you're in the emergency room and they turn you away and they send you away with a thermometer and tell you, okay, we'll come back when your fever has reached this much. That way we can honestly say that we're abiding by 1280. And we can honestly say that you are on the brink of death. Wait until then. Until that happens to them or until that happens to somebody that they know, I don't think that it, it like clicks sometimes. And so I think it's one of two things. Either somebody has to actually experience that themselves and realize the impacts that the laws have and in that way live under the laws that are passed or have the courage to come back and say, okay, maybe the way that we wrote it originally wasn't exactly right and we need to like potentially change that and tweak it. So, that what we wanted to happen is actually what happens.
1: This this podcast, what I was looking for is over the ledge. Listening to Over the Ledge is,
0: I mean, that too. The way forward. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 100%.
1: Yeah. Sounds like Texas
3: Republicans just, women's health and safety is just not a priority or it's very low based on what you said about. The women's health services and funding for that has been canceled or halved, I guess, in 2011.
0: I mean, Amy, I I didn't say that. You didn't
3: say that, but it sounds like if we just you know put that pieces of the puzzle together, it doesn't sound like women's health is.
2: I think a lot of it is men, specifically, especially men in the legislature, just don't understand what an abortion is and like why sometimes you need them and like the knee-jerk reaction of, oh, it's just a woman who doesn't want a baby or slept with the wrong guy is usually what their usually knee-jerk reaction is. But a lot of it, what I'm curious about is just, like, education. So is there, like, is there bills to try and, like, force an actual proper sexual health course in high schools? Because, like, my sexual health course was, hey, just wait until you're married and the moment feels right uh, was my (laughs) – Was my sexual education and if you took a room of a hundred men texas educated public school men and asked them what a menstrual cycle is they could not tell you (laughs) and the 15 that might be able to would probably be blushing the entire time like it's like something that it's, it's like ingrained in our culture that you just don't like if texas specifically i can say that like you just don't talk about women's health you just that, that's something that like oh I'm not gonna buy your you know menstrual products that's no I'm not gonna be seen to, like like it's such a, it's so ingrained in our culture that so like taboo. it is it something that like it, and it sucks to say that like we have to ingrain in our education now and hope for the best in 20 years is like what like because we can't do it in the forefront it seems like we can't try and pass a bill here like if we try and teach children like hey this is what a menstrual cycle is this is what a uterus is Sometimes there's complications with pregnancy. Is that a realistic thing that could
0: happen? Oh, realistic? No. In an ideal world, yeah. You know, we would actually teach people about their bodies. And you're right. I think part of this is the stigma that is related to talking about women's health. Like We are not comfortable as a society and as a culture and as a people
1: talking about women's health issues what what else is the women health caucus working on you talked about uh menstrual products both like for free available in uh schools available in private uh, or public buildings prisons talking about things sex ed time off yeah what what, what else are y'all's priorities and i have to say you were bringing all the junk to the yard. What do we bring to the yard, Kristen? Because I don't know. Bailey is here. Alma Ali Cruz Gonzalez is here. I think oh both God. on she's both on Facebook and on yes, YouTube. Yeah. And Sophia, your fans must be here also. They're quiet because I only have two fans, Lucinda and my mom and dad. <laughs> um, so, and someone is watching us on Twitch. I don't know who, Woo-hoo. but thank you. I hope it's Toby Regbo okay go ahead
0: um so other things that our caucus focuses on we are very much grounded in reproductive health and um you know women's health services in particular but we also bring in um everything that impacts your ability to access women's health services right so we look at whether or not you can make a living wage so that you can afford women's health care either on your own or through your employer um, we are big supporters of paid leave policies and you know, maternity leave policies so that you can take time off of work and still be paid for it. So that way you can access the healthcare services that are necessary to you. Um, we have added in a, um, a priority related to higher education and just supporting education in general, because we know that if you have access to education, if you have access to you know, more people and more knowledge and things, you might, you know, be able to access women's healthcare. You look at, you know, what it means to be an incarcerated woman. Do you have access to healthcare when you're in, you know, when you're incarcerated or when you're going through the criminal justice system? And then even this session, there have been a multiple efforts to look at how do we make sure that people upon re-entry have access to healthcare services and are, you know, are able to leave TDCJ or TJJD and then immediately go into, um being able to access services either through Medicaid, CHIP, Healthy Texas Women, and the myriad of services that we offer there. Um, Menstrual equity is something that we really talk about a lot in our caucus. Vaccinations, knowing that it takes a lot to be a healthy person, and vaccines are incredibly important to that. Um, HPV vaccines in particular, because they prevent cervical cancer. We really do a whole gambit of things, and I think part of it is just because when Representative Howard took over as caucus chair, she really, in classic DH nature, tried to look at, like, okay, what does this look like as a whole, right? And so what are the different ways and the different things that either are a barrier or that increase access? And then how can we, as policymakers, really make sure that we are doing things that are positive and that help somebody get care and have help somebody, like, be able to live a healthy lifestyle
1: any uh, final questions from the comedians for uh, yeah i have a Amy. question okay okay
3: so i know that there's a surplus right that's they haven't spent it yet
1: no they're allocating okay. no. it but, but we okay. have not finalized so- our spending yet
3: and then I, oh that's a two-part question let me, let me just it'll okay. i'll bring it together and then I also know that when Greg Abbott decided to restrict abortion, he said, don't worry, I'm going to end rape. Right. Cause yeah, everybody that's... was worried. Yeah. So I don't think he's done it yet, but I'm assuming that all those rape kits that have not been tested because there's not enough money that they're going to take a little bit of that surplus. And that's probably at the top of the list that they're going to fund all those <laughs> rape kits. So maybe we can get some of those rapists away because Obviously, some people who want abortions, they didn't have a chance to make a choice about when and how, what they were and who they were going to have sex with. So has that already happened?
0: So even though we have a $32 billion surplus, we cannot spend all $32 billion because there is a spending cap and there is a spending limit. And in order for us to have accessed all $32 billion of that, we would have had to take a vote in both the House and in the Senate. That would have been a two-thirds vote in both chambers to bust the spending limit, a.k.a. go above what we are constitutionally allowed to spend. Um, surprise, we did not do that. <gasps> state, No, we did not take the vote to spend more money. Um, and because of that, we cannot spend the full $32 billion. That being said, there is money in the budget to address um, some of the rape kit challenges. There is also additional spending in the budget. There are two accounts that are important to survivors of sexual assault and um, sexual violence in Texas, and that is account 5010 and 469. Both of those have seen significant increases. We're also looking at different pieces of legislation that would find more stable sources of funding for those accounts. A little over six months ago, um, we still had a slight backlog, and so we're still chipping away at that. But thankfully, uh, a couple of sessions ago, the wonderful Don Howard created the Sexual Assault Survivors Task Force, which is the first task force in the country that centers survivors and that looks specifically at how we can better assist sexual assault survivors Um, And as a result of them, we are now leading the nation in terms of our response to sexual violence in Texas. And so in terms of sexual violence and in terms of how we are looking at that from a policy perspective, we have a lot to be proud of in Texas and we have a lot to really champion here. Amy,
1: get us out of here. We've gone long. We had the most viewers ever on the most platforms ever. And even a thumbs up on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
3: That's great. Thank you so much to our special guests, Sophia Spagnolo and Kristen Ilana. And Sophia, where will we be seeing you next? Are you going to be performing anywhere? Um,
4: well, right now I'm focusing on my YouTube channel, which I have the Jigsaw Puzzle Hauls. So I have awesome. a new video coming out this weekend. So uh, be sure to check me on YouTube. It's what, what is it called? Sophia Zeta. So Sophia S O P H I A and then Zeta Z A D A. So that's where you can find me new videos each week.
3: Awesome. And thank you to our sidekick comedian, Aaron Salinas. Aaron, where will we see you next?
2: Uh yeah, I'm in the hideouts Selena sing along. Uh right. during the in- during the entire every saturday of may and the first saturday of june uh you can catch that going on i believe tickets should be going up sometime next week um and i believe it's the seven o'clock show but yeah it's a selena sing-along uh not a retelling of her life but uh just a inspiration by her and it'll be karaoke style with screens and lyrics so it'll be fun
0: awesome i'll be
3: there Thank you to our Over the Ledge Benevolent Empress, Stephanie Chiarello. Great games and monologue and on the fly.
1: <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you to Amy Lowry for guiding us okay. through this episode.
3: And that's our show. If you like what we you heard, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you get yours. Like us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our TikTok as at Over the Ledge, L-E-G-E. Thank you, everybody.
1: Thanks, y'all so much. That was a great episode. Uh, This was wonderful.